this week's message, given by Pastor Stephen Yun at the Sakasana United Methodist Church, January 2nd, 2022. The message is Soul Reset, based on Isaiah 43, 16-19, and Luke 3, 21-23. Hello everyone, today um, I'm preaching from my home because uh, I didn't get my COVID test results back yet, and since last Friday I had uh, had some cold symptoms, so it was the uh, last minute decision to record my sermon and share this message through this video. Uh, ask you to pray for me and my family. And I, as I wrote in my New Year message, I'm, I am um, grateful for your resilience and flexibility and faithfulness through this challenging season. As we look to the future with hope, I pray that you will hear the Christmas promise in you that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot overcome it. Let us pray. Loving gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for your presence with us this morning. We thank you, Lord, for your son, Jesus Christ. And we thank you um, that you continue to lead us and guide us through this challenging season. As we begin this new year, we ask for your empowerment. We ask for your guidance upon us, our family, and our church. May the words of my mouth and meditations of my heart be acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Friends, have you ever tapped a reset button in your electronic device? I read an article recently about hitting a reset. They talked about a three types of resets. First, a uh, hard reset. A hard reset means to reboot the device a bit uh, drastically, like holding down the power button or unplugging the device. Uh, but it would turn things back to the right settings, and sometimes that was a good thing. Soap to reset, on the other hand, would reboot the device with the software still running, so more like a uh, restart. It's, it's less drastic, and it wouldn't affect your settings. I'm sure many of you have done that. Um, and finally, there, uh, the last type of reset um, is done when you have some um, untreatable computer virus, malware in your device, or just the need to free up space. Uh, think back to how you felt when you powered up your electronic device for the first time, when it's your, whether it's your smartphone or laptop. You know, it comes with sparkling, uncluttered, speedy performance, plenty of possibilities, and so much excitement. And what happens as you keep using it? Your device um, starts to slow down and even malfunction with unwanted apps and dangerous malware hidden somewhere in the system. The only option to save the device is to reset it what they call a factory reset, sometimes referred to as a master reset. A factory reset or master reset is a process by which a product's software is returned to its original factory condition. This means, this, this means that everything done by the user, including all changes, settings, and saved content is removed. You will not have access to them unless you back them up. 
unless you are technologically savvy, like our digital ministry team, it can be quite scary to tap or click that reset button. You might be concerned about losing your data, all the important files and pictures, or the potential risk that it might not work in the way it used to work. The same is the case when we are called to reset our soul by our Lord, our Master, Jesus Christ. Sometimes our discipleship journey requires a master reset in a spiritual sense, you know, the drastic radical transformation. When it comes to a master reset, we might also experience uncertainty, fear, hesitance. You might be concerned that your life would be forever different, that you would lose something that you used to enjoy or give up something you cherish in your life. But when we begin to really understand what disciple is, we discover that discipleship is a lifelong journey that requires a steady reset sometimes a hard reset or soft reset and other times a factory a master reset um, my family and i uh, had a moment to pray sing and read scriptures last friday night as we were welcoming and ushering in a new year and i, I hope you uh, use the home worship guide we sent out via constant contact as a family we talked about what we are grateful in 2021 and what we were hoping in the new year one thing that struck me as I was listening to my kids was that one of my sons, I won't tell who he was, um, you know, uh, told us that he would grow in responsibility. Hmm, I thought it was a great thing. And I wanted to ask him a follow-up question, you know, how, but I didn't go there in the spirit of the new year, uh, perhaps later. But, you know, in the beginning of each year, you make great decisions for yourself, for your life, your faith, your family. Uh, for our church, uh, but then year after year, you realize uh, that these resolutions don't turn out the way you hoped and anticipated. So now you may find yourself having no desire to make any new resolutions for yourself, which is understandable. Uh, it seems you end the year in the same place as you were when the year started, um, and you feel like there's no point of making New Year resolutions. If this resonates with you somehow, I invite you to pay close attention to this sermon series and reflect on uh, the messages with your discerning heart. In this um, new sermon series entitled Reset, we are reminded that God's mercies are new every morning. In Christ, we were restored to life. We're given the gift of life abundant by the Spirit. But sometimes it is easy for us to get stuck in the same old routine. We don't want to put down our old former way of life that is draining and even debilitating to us and others around us. We don't perceive the truth that our God is the one who is a doing a new thing among us, as the prophet Isaiah proclaims. Friends, this new year, God calls us to hit the reset button so our mind and body and soul can be renewed in Christ. So we can claim the fresh start God wants to make available to us as disciples of Christ. <clears throat> then what would it really mean for you to hit that reset button at this point of your life? Think about it in terms of the three types of resets I talked about in the beginning. What areas of your life need a soft reset or hard reset? What areas of your life need a factory or master reset? 
I'm inviting you to discern your new year journey in terms of what needs to be reset in your life. What is God calling you to reset, to head off in an exciting God-given direction in 2022? What kind of choices do you need to make to grow as a disciple of Christ, to grow into a disciple-making disciple? In the Gospel reading for today, we see Jesus arriving at the Jordan River to be baptized by the John the Baptist. When Jesus was baptized by water, the heavens opened up, the Spirit of God descended like a dove, and a voice came from heaven saying, You are my Son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. Reflecting on this Gospel story, the early Christians soon began to make connections with another biblical story involving water and the Spirit. What do you think it was? Yes, the creation story in the book of Genesis. Remember when God created the heaven, the, the heavens and, and the earth in the beginning, the earth was formless and empty. The darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Interestingly, out of the watery chaos, the world is created and God says it is good. There was the water, the spirit, and the voice, which we also see in the story of Jesus' baptism. What this means is that baptism, which is the beginning of Christian life, is a new beginning of God's creative work. Just as Jesus came up out of water, receiving the Spirit, hearing the voice of the Father, so for the baptized Christians, the voice of God says, You are my beloved son and daughter. <clears throat> For us as Christians, resetting our soul means that we go back to the original, unwavering truth, that through Christ, we are God's beloved son and daughter. This gospel story reminds us that resetting our soul begins with remembering who we are, the very truth revealed to us when we are baptized and our true authentic identity is confirmed. Ron Williams um, noted in his book, Being Christian, uh, quote, to be baptized is recover the humanity that God first intended. What did God intend? God intended that human beings should grow into such love for him and such confidence in him that they could rightly be called God's sons and daughters. The reality is, though, that humans have let go of their identity, abandoned it, forgotten it, or corrupted it. And this is why Jesus came down into the chaos of our human world. He restored humanity to where it should be. What he did for his followers was sort of a master reset. And this work of restoration, resetting, is still ongoing in the hearts of many people today. <clears throat> baptism takes us to where Jesus is. And baptism takes us to where God intended us to be. Let's pay attention to what was spoken from heaven again. It says, This is my beloved Son, with whom I'm well pleased. It's remarkable that these words were declared at Jesus' baptism. But think about it. Jesus hasn't yet done much of anything that many would find impressive. You know, he hasn't yet healed anyone or resisted Satan in the wilderness. He hasn't yet been crucified or resurrected. Well, it wouldn't make more sense if God's proud announcement came after Jesus had done something amazing or glorious. 
like the victory moment after scolding the religious authorities and feeding 5,000 people or the miracle of raising uh, the, the dead Rajaras. What he tells us is that baptism is the first word of grace, a gift of God freely given to us and spoken over us by God and the church as the body of Christ. <clears throat> in the United Methodist Church, we baptize infants, which is not the case in some other Protestant denominations like Baptist. We practice it because we believe God's grace comes even before those infants can sit up sing with the choir or praise band or begin Sunday school, even before they can cognitively understand the Bible, the heart of the gospel. They're still counted as God's people before they have anything to show for themselves. Why do we believe in infant baptism? Because God is the principal actor here. Offering grace, regardless of who we are, what we have done in our past, what sins we have uh, committed, what actions we have taken. God offers grace. In baptism, you are affirmed in God's love for you and by grace. In your adoption into God's family is proclaimed. <clears throat> As someone said, baptism is therefore a naming ceremony. You're baptized in the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. The naming ceremony no more changed your heart than did the name you were given at birth. But like the registration of your family name, this new name expresses who you really are as a Christian believer. You probably have heard people say, you know, I was a baptized Methodist. I was baptized Presbyterian which could mean that in baptism, they got their identity papers, and that was the end of it. But you know, baptism is not the end. It's the beginning of a lifelong journey. You know, it's a lifelong journey of our faith. It makes no difference whether you were baptized as an adult or as a child. We all start on that journey at baptism. Remembering your baptism is therefore a constant reminder to us of the family to which we belong and what it means to be part of it. Our baptism is meant to be a daily reminder of this truth for the rest of our lives, especially when we are around water. Whenever you wake up in the morning, flush a toilet. Remember your baptismal covenant that as the disciple of Jesus Christ, you are committed to cleansing and repenting of your sin renouncing the spiritual forces of wickedness and rejecting the evil powers of this world. Whenever you wash your face or take a bath, remember your baptismal covenant, that as the followers of Jesus Christ, you are committed to accepting the freedom and power of God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves. Whenever you drink water, pour water to brew coffee, remember your baptismal covenant that you are committed to putting your whole trust in Jesus Christ, the living water. As you carry your water bottle, remember that you are committed to serving Christ as your Lord and Savior, spreading the good news to those you encounter, those who are spiritually thirsty, hungry. When you see different kinds of beverages in a grocery store, remember your baptismal covenant, which you committed yourself to see all people as beloved children of God. Whenever we celebrate infant baptism, remember your baptismal covenant that we, 
as the body of Christ affirm those we baptize as beloved children who God has given over to our care and nurture them in love and faith. In a study on what keeps young people connected to their local churches, one of the significant findings was that a young person needs at least five interested adults in their church community in order for them to really connect with their faith and feel a part of the church. And this was not uh, one long study, um, you know, over the years since that study. Many other studies have uh, confirmed that same. And, and through our actions as a congregation, we tell each and every young person that we love them. And more importantly, that God loved them first. And we love, we love them all the days of their lives. And that's the promise of the baptismal fund, that we can all be a part of and meet, witness, and share in our relationship with young people in our church and, and beyond. It's something that we have committed to do when we were baptized and see those children be baptized our church. I believe these are soul-setting, soul-resetting practices for Christian disciples. Friends, the way we see ourselves, the way God sees us can be different. This is when soul-resetting is necessary. When we think about our baptism, we are reminded that God sees us for who we really are, and we can start to see ourselves that way too. Peter Story, the former Methodist bishop and the president of the South African Council of Churches, was a white clergy person who opposed the apartheid. One day he was invited to a party at which he and Archbishop Desmond Tutu, who, by the way, passed away a day after Christmas in 2021, were the honored guests. They asked Peter and Desmond Tutu if they understood why they were throwing this party for them. Uh, Peter replied, uh, well, because we were with you in the days of struggle against appetite. Their host responded by saying no and said, we do this because you baptized us. You told us who we were before God and remembered when no one else did. When we celebrate baptism in our church, Friends, I say these words. Our identity is formed by the expectation of people around us, family, friends, and labels society places upon us. But as we become a Christian, we receive a new identity. You no longer allow others to tell you who you are because Christ now claims you and calls you a beloved child of God. Baptism celebrates receiving that new identity in Christ, becoming a new person in Christ. Baptism takes us to where God intends us to be. Baptism takes us to where Jesus is. And this is why remembering baptism is a key to soul reset. Friends, as we reset for a new year, overcoming the stress and busyness of loneliness of the holiday season, remember your baptism. Remember your baptism. And go back to the baptismal covenant to reset your soul. See what God says about you. Those of you who are not baptized yet, I invite you to consider being baptized this year. But remember, God still sees you through the eyes of grace and love. My brothers and sisters, in the new year, Christ calls us to reset our soul to the chaos of our world and our life. And soul reset is possible when we discover who we truly are before God each day. Again, hitting the reset button can be scary, but Christ is 
is backing you up. God has your back no matter what. May you, may you all hit that reset button given by Christ in the new year, allowing Christ, the light of the world, to shape your soul, guide your journey, and lead you into a God-given direction. Amen.